So this is Snapbacks and Flat Caps. Uh, I am your host, Rob. Mr. Dan Blake Voice is not here this week, um, but of course, follow him on all the socials, which is your um, Dan Blake Voice. And of course, follow me, your host, Rob. So this week, what we're going to do is we've had a special guest in the building. Last week or last time we was on the podcast, we had a guest by the name of Faris, a content creator slash presenter. So it's fun to have him on there. That is available on soundcloud and it's also available on itunes just look for snapbacks and flat caps and of course um yeah don't forget to leave reviews comments all the rest of it and of course if you've got any questions or anything you want us to discuss on the podcast all you got to do is send us a message on twitter mine is your host rob or dan's which is dan blake voice so we've got a special guest here this afternoon hello, so hello, i tell hello. you what i'm gonna let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and whatnot Hello everyone, my name's uh, James. I know Rob through uh, previous contacts. We used to work together previously a few years back, or recently, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Uh, I'm a student now, but at the same time, I run a small business. Mm-hmm. I'm a drone, uh, what, would I, what do I call myself? Drone operator mm-hmm. is what I have to call myself now. I used to be a drone pilot, but they've changed the laws and regulations, don't know why. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I live in London, mm. student, you, studying you, finance. You're not... Um from London originally though well yeah yes and no okay. my um lived here most of my life mm-hmm. born and raised in a ghetto in London in uh <laughs> Queensbury have you yeah. heard of Queensbury yeah I have yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh yeah. half English half Turkish yeah right, yeah so I'm a bit of a mix like yourself I am mixing yeah mix, where, where are you from again place. well I'm Jamaican and Irish right yeah so yeah, yeah do you go I mean, back do you go back often no because I'm in like London like I'm so like British um you know, if you didn't see me, you just presume I'm like a white geezer. You wouldn't even know what... how, how I talk, yeah. So uh, my girl's always taking the piss out of me, obviously, about that because, you know, she's uh, Egyptian. So I always like make jokes like she's Ill- here illegally and stuff like that. She's not, I don't think. So, uh, but yeah. So. Can you do the, uh, can you do a Jamaican accent? Do you no. you can pull one off? Ah, no way, man. No I, I would way. do one, but I think I'm way too white to be able to pull that <laughs> off. I don't think I could. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't do it. It's weird, actually. I could probably more. Um, I don't know. I've never. Yeah, it's weird. I know, but it's. I don't know. It's, it's another thing, is it? But I always consider myself like English and like so like more British than anything. So, and I think people find that when I talk, when they see me, and I think. But when I start talking, they're like, oh, okay. It's, you know what I mean? What I do is like when I meet uh, people around London, if they're foreign, I especially like try to put out that I'm Turkish because you don't want to be from England mm. if you're if you're speaking to English people I guess it's cool but if you're, speak, if you're speaking to foreigners you want to sound a bit more interesting you know a bit yeah. unique so I'm like oh I'm Turkish and it always you know people want to hear, always hear something different about yourself so we just yeah. uh, well I, I'm, I'm quite good at blending in like people say that I look Moroccan Egyptian like anywhere Middle Eastern they think I look no one really knows that I'm you know of black descent or, or however you want to put it do yeah, you think, a lot of people think do you think uh, like meeting people of the opposite sex do you think that like because you look i guess you could say you look mixed race mm. do you think you find it easier to talk into people who are mixed race do you reckon it makes a difference at all um i don't think it should i don't no, think it really. probably does but like not some really. people find it more comfortable talking to their own people nah, not really no because as well i like grew up around uh like a lot of white people like literally mm. white people and black people that was it kind of thing i never really knew a lot of mixed race people ironically because I lived in a, I lived in East England. I lived uh, in Ipswich for three years, mm-hmm. and uh, majority white people lived there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, because of the political background in that part of the uh, England, that people 
are more comfortable, I guess, speaking to white people. I have no clue why. So I always found mm. out that I stood out a bit. And I'm not even... I'm like olive skinned. I'm not that dark yeah, myself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But like people just found it strange sometimes talking to me because I guess I stood out from a crowd just by how I looked. Mm-hmm. And it's England's Western country. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what uh, should we talk about today, man? I for- I forgot what I was going to say. Now we we was on something and then uh, so we was talking about the um, yeah. So oh, that's what I wanted to say to you. So how did you get into? You said you're a drone yeah. operator. Yeah. Because you're quite young. You're yeah. quite a young guy. I'm 21 guy. years old myself. Yeah, you're 21. 22 soon, actually. Yeah, July. so you, you're yeah. quite a young guy. But as I'm, obviously, I'm a little bit older than you. But uh, I'm very aware of your thinking at 21, 22 yeah. is very different from my thinking of 21, 22. And do you think that is more of like a millennial influence, <laughs> inverted commas? Or what do you think sets you apart from a 21-year-old, 22-year-old? It's hard to say. So, like, now I'm doing... Now, I, whenever I hang out with students who are like 18, 19, mm. 20 years old, they seem way more intelligent than I am. I oh, think really? like I think like the younger generation, especially like at school, I don't know why. I think it's like, better, I don't know if it's better television or if it's the books that have come out or whatever, whatever it is. Mm. I guess it could be social media. I think it's I more think access it, to information. Maybe. I think it's, yeah, I think because of social media, like especially videos, even if it's those one minute videos you get on Facebook or YouTube, whatever, because people can access information so quickly that I just feel like the younger generation just pick up information faster, like different types of information mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. what I can access when I was younger. So that could be partially it for me. Um, but I think it's just because I am very... I find it hard to get stimulated so i have to always i like learning mm. so um it could be about anything and when you're interested about learning new information you go up different alleys in your life and you end up speaking with different people who you wouldn't normally speak to to gather information and that just makes your brain think differently i think on a day-to-day basis mm. and you start doing different things so like when i first moved to london maybe nearly three years ago um i started doing weird courses so like not weird but like Weird, what I would think was weird so out of nowhere I did like an uh, acting class in the evening okay. and a week later I had six nights free so I started doing a language class and just uh-huh. through that I just well, started thinking what, what's different what's quite interesting about that is because and it originally um, you said when you moved to London and what I've found is because we know sort of people who work in actor yeah. fields or creative fields yeah. right I always find that people who come out of Lon- who aren't from London originally always come and their main thing is okay i don't know anyone here really so i do these things i go to acting classes i go learn language because that's how you essentially meet people it's the only way you can really meet people yeah Yeah. because i mean i never had that my experience for that is different because i went to university in manchester so my thing was okay i'm there i don't know anyone but it's different it's a university environment so students naturally mix but i sometimes think if i just came to a different city for work or, or whatever how would i meet people and i imagine it'd be stuff like that courses and yeah. classes and gym and you know always makes me think so it's i don't know so yeah that, that's and for someone quite young as well like i mean when you came to london you said about 17 uh no when i was 20 no 19 19, 19 i came yeah. when i was 19 i think okay. um i i want i came here thinking that I thought the world was an oyster, you know, I thought mm. I'm going to be a multimillionaire one day and, okay. you know, I want to own a house and have a family and I'm going to be able to travel around the world. And I just, I gave myself like a huge bucket list out of nowhere. Okay. Um, and then all I could think when I woke up in the morning was like, how can I accomplish everything? And, um, and it just started from that. I started meeting people like when, so fair enough. So if you go into like central London, let's say you go anywhere like South Kensington's a good one mm. to like meet mm-hmm. very wealthy or smart people like down in pubs even so i'd go to a pub with a few friends end up talking to local people 
I met a few uh, bankers who mm. work in uh, Barclays and Santander who became good friends. And I told her I wanted to run a business one day, but I thought I, I didn't have uh, any experience yet. Experience can, I didn't think I, could, I was able to do it. Felt very shy, didn't have any confidence because I had no skill in that area and they put me around the right path. So I had a few like people, I guess you could say, mentored me mm-hmm. and gave, put me towards the right path. So I think that's very healthy. I think when you're young, when you're under 40, Mm. I think it's very healthy if you can meet as many people who are over 40 who are like who have done what you like are basically on like one level above you who you can learn from that's good that's 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 what I'd recommend I think that's definitely a good concept what about you like what what would be through from your experience in in your field what would you say is like if you don't know what you're doing Mm. and like you could be you want to start out in any industry Mm -hmm. if you're talking to people what do you think is like the best way to introduce yourself or get to know the field you want to get into or how did you do it do you remember when i first started doing presenting i've been doing presenting and things like this for about five to six years now and when I was, it was hard in the beginning because obviously I didn't know anyone in the field and it's about how do you know people in the field, where do you go? And it's exactly like you're saying, speaking to people, going places, going here, going there, and you just kind of learn as you go and you just improve every little step of the way. Um, it's obviously a challenge. It's got easier. I mean, the other week I interviewed Western and sometimes I'm like, Jesus Christ, a few years ago, I couldn't even get... I don't know, MC Stabberman from down the road sit down and do an interview with me. Do you know what I mean? I've so, not talked to you. Who are you, man? You're trash. Uh, no one knows you. Yeah, Why am yeah. I going to do any work yeah, with you? Yeah, basically, yeah. right, yeah. So, but you realise that there's a system in place of like how things work almost. And that's not to sound like anything's biased, but I'm just saying in the sense of you need something. You need a platform. So you either create your own platform, you work with a platform, and then from there you're able to do something else. It's the same with anything else. It's the same with any sort of corporate industry as well. If you want to climb up the ladder, you start somewhere, you get your experience there, then you go somewhere else, get some experience there, and so forth and so forth. So it's not that different from, say, working in a bank and working from behind the counter higher up, you know? But I think people have a perspective that it is. And I feel like how I get information out of people. I was just very, the sort of person I am, I'm very, uh, I'm very resourceful. I'm very resili- resilient. Uh, I've got a great relationship with my dad and me and my dad also talk about stuff and he's always very encouraging of whatever I want to do. Mm. And so, cause I don't have any brothers. So like my point of call really is always my dad or like some of my really, really close friends. So, and he's, he's, uh, he is, very much like me in the sense of he's very much a bit of a dreamer sometimes i have the same i can see it in myself sometimes i have the same issue sometimes i'll talk to my fiance you know i'm engaged now, yeah yeah, yeah congratulations thanks you know one day at a time mate one day at a time um so like i kind of be like yeah yeah i'll go do that and i don't really think about the logis- logistics of it straight away i'm so oh that sounds sick let me go and do that but then i need to really sometimes i need someone to be like wait wait chill like how are you gonna do it like you've got to do, do you know what I mean? Just get yeah. all things to keep me like kind of grounded out, in that like, sort of way. Like think outside the box and actually analyze what you can do with like the resources you have. Like yeah. I do, I do think that's another problem at the moment that so many people are dreamers and are not doers. So many people I know, and it's great. Half of it, I think, is having a dream. I know a lot of people aren't ambitious. If you have that goal and you have that dream and you spend every night thinking, oh, I want to be whatever, it's an actress, a business owner, mm. I want to work in medicine or whatever it is. Um, everyone has a dream. Mm. But I do feel like, People are afraid though, isn't it? But people I just, feel, I just feel like people are lazy. I feel like people don't want to put the work I in f- either. I agree with that. And I also feel that people now, they've got no excuse. 
because no, there's like, so much information there. So even if you look at the most basic form of, of work, there's flexible work. You can work part-time, you can work from home, you can do stuff online. Like There's so much which works. In, and even from a corporate point of view, from a, excuse me, a employer, employer point of view, very much they, they want to accommodate people. They don't want to feel like they're being discriminative towards yeah. people. So for example, if you wanted to go into an evening class, and you need Tuesday evenings off to do evening class, you can't be, they can't say, no, 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 we can't allow that because they're afraid of, you know what I mean, holding people back. It's very much like, oh, we don't want to yeah. kind of attitude, which is can be really beneficial if you know how to do it. Going back to the millennials and talking about so so much access to information, like mm. just looking at my phone, for example, I would have a conversation, most nights when I have conversations, if I don't know something, wow, just bang it on your phone, have everything Google out it, there. Yeah. Literally, everything is on your phone. Like, I, like, it's really hard to say. I feel like in the future that like no one's going to want to go university. One, because it's just getting far too pricey. Yeah, most Two, because the class or the the educational standards are like dipping, getting lower. Mm-hmm. And plus, like I always tell people, you have like maybe 100 w- uh, universities worth of information on your phone. Like whatever mm-hmm. university has, you'll be able to gather most of it on your phone. Mm-hmm. Your phone has access to whatever it is, even if it's like 20% of uh, the information on the earth, that's more than any university will ever give you. So like with the amount of information, what's possible, anyone can do what they want. So no one has an excuse, I'd say. It's only if you're in the Western world. Like if okay. you're in England, I'd say that. I think like obviously, depending on the country, you may have like financial difficulties. That's another aspect you have to look at. Oh, but well, we, then- we, we had that conversation. You know what, that, just sorry to interrupt you. We had that conversation you know when we talk about money and happiness yeah we had that conversation on this podcast yeah i was listening to that yeah, man so that was, was like really a few months i think that was like yeah, half a year ago yeah, now yeah, it was a while ago but i remember the whole reason it stemmed is because of a conversation we had earlier about finance about, do you yeah. think that people do want to uh, let's say create a business and have to work full-time how do you reckon like what's the best way of creating a business if you're working full-time would you say i think some people are afraid of being selfish and everyone seems to have a connotation that being selfish is a bad thing but you realize that people who are the most successful people have been selfish and about their goals in regards to their goals so instead of say okay we're gonna instead of you and me we're gonna go out to go for a drink or we're gonna go and grab a nando's whatever when i really should be focusing on doing this yeah but i'm choosing to spend more time with this but in the behind the scenes you're still working whatever you want to do that's why people are going to get ahead of you do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's it. Like you look at like I, I was uh, looking at I was watching a documentary a week ago on how scientists do their research. And scientists work long hours, man. They work like maybe seventy eight hours a week sometimes to get their work mm. done. So the only way they can be at the top of their game is if they're better than everyone. And the only way they can be better than everyone if, is if you put, put more time in. in. Mm. So like I think that's the issue, man. Like everyone wants to accomplish their dreams, but at the same time, you don't just want to have no life. So like. Where's a, where's a thin line? Like everyone wants to do everything, but at the same time, if you want to socialize, you want to go gym, you want to eat healthy, you want to see your family. Like what, what, you can't, it's, you can't do everything, man. Well, there's a book you can that, try. There's but. a book that I was reading. It's called, I don't know if I recommended it to you. It's by Charlemagne the God, who's a radio presenter, mm-hmm. personality in America on a breakfast club. It's okay. called Black Privilege. And there's a chapter which he talks about 168 hours. There's 168 hours in a week. Yeah. He says, you say, for example, you spend 40 hours a, a day at work. I've heard of this rule, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or, and then something like six, 50 hours a week uh, sleeping. And then there's, I don't know, another 60 hours left in the yeah, in that yeah. week. So what do you do with that 60 hours? And if you're not managing your time, and there's a part where he's like, he gets up at three and then they drive and they do radio because they do a breakfast show. And then he'll do that. He'll have meetings. He'll do this. So he'll do about 12 hours work Yeah. before yeah. lunchtime. 
and then he'll be in bed by 11 but he's making use of every single hour every single day of that time and some people can't waste time that. man well some people yeah. don't do that and some people think they have all the time and i know how fast things go i've seen fasting and me personally uh the last few years there's been situation incidents and personal and external factors which has led me to believe that one life is short and you need to just focus on just achieve what you at least try to achieve what you achieve because if yeah. you don't try you'll never know if you fail you know what i mean like yeah. you're gonna and you if you don't try you failed anyway so what's the point you might as well try and see if you can achieve it and fail or succeed there's a risk you could do either and then you can try uh try not try it and fail anyway so either way just do you see what i mean i it's, think it's like i think people always obviously we all know that everyone's worried about failing like that's the biggest issue that most people have and i think another one is like parents and like friends like i i try not to tell when it, when i started a business and i had lots of people criticize me like oh why do you why do you want to spend this much money here or why would you why do you want to risk that we could just work or like i always have people questioning me what made me question myself what always gave me doubts and that always made it harder for me to succeed in what i want to do so i think it's like you have to be careful to who you talk to as well because I, I think agree. like every person around your life does have an effect of your outcome of how you pursue your life well some people are fanning your flames you yeah know, as basically without like it could be without realizing but they do do it i think I don't know, some people see someone else achieving something and they're a little bit jealous. I remember I had a conversation with someone and she was like to me, oh, why are you, why are you working so hard? Why are you doing that? Oh, no, no, don't do that. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I looked at her life and I looked at my life and I was like, my life is hard now because it will get better because of I'm working hard at this particular Yeah, you're minute. investing in yourself, yeah. Exactly, and your, life, your life is hard now because you haven't been selfish with your time, you haven't been disciplined, and your life will continue to be hard. It won't get any easier because you've now put yourself in that situation. Yeah. And do, where, where do you think your ambition, like where did these, like the, my roots originate from different places to yours, mm. but where do you think your, yours originate? Where do you think the first spark came from regarding the way you've pursued your life or the way, like the dreams you've wanted? The, like, do you reckon your parents helped I you? Think it, I don't think my parents. In the beginning, I would say that I've always, I was never told that I couldn't do anything. And the kind of mindset and the family structure that I grew up in is they never, they were never like, oh, we can't, they were never defeatist. Mm. They were never like, oh, we can't do this. We're oh, we can't do, yeah, we, oh, we can't do that. Why should we bother doing They were never like that. They were very much like, okay, well, we're gonna try this. Let's see how that goes. Or, oh, we can find out about it. And this is an age with like no internet, remember? Mm. You had to read and go here and go there and line up loads of different things. So they're like, well, we can do it. Why can't we do it? And I think about that all the time. And I think, what have I got to lose, really, giving it, a, giving it a go? If I give it a go, it might work, it might not work. But I'm going to have more regrets not giving it a go. And, you know, it's something that you face all the time. Being someone, someone who's self-employed or working in a temperamental industry, you're very much like, oh, you have ups and lows. I haven't been doing it long. Um, I, you know, I've worked for the man before, obviously, and I just got fed up. I knew why I was doing it because it was a means to an end, but I was just like, I never want to be in a position where someone can tell me how to do stuff or talk to you or think of you a certain way 
how to live your how to live your life essentially like you want to yeah, be able to control like be, and have like know every single way that you're going to live your life and no one else can tell you otherwise yeah because the way i think about you know what it's always a funny story that comes in my head i know this guy from when i used to live in manchester this was like 10 15 years ago that was a long time ago and i remember i went to go meet him in a shopping center and he's sitting in the middle of the shopping center and he's getting his nails done yeah and i was just like jesus like you're sitting in the middle of the shop saying, aren't you afraid someone's going to see you? Like, are you embarrassed sort of thing? And he's like, well, no one's really paying my bills, so I don't really care what people think. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't think much of it, but the more I think about it now, I'm kind of like, yeah, who has, who gives anyone else a right to, to tease you about anything or have an influence in you in anything if you're not, if they're not contributing to your life? If you're relying, if you're not relying on another person, you obviously have if you if you are relying on another person obviously you have to try and compromise but if you're not relying on another person you shouldn't have to compromise anything you should be able to do what you want and not fear of being judged yeah I, I i do think like the way you're talking about describing about being selfish i do think unless you're doing anything illegal or if you're as long as your moral compass is in the right place mm-hmm. and you're doing everything with integrity hopefully mm-hmm. i think the way you live your life should be 100 percent up to you Obviously, if you're, I don't know, if you're living with family or if you're married, I do know you have to sometimes discuss what the other person thinks and try to negotiate. Mm. But I do think at the end of the day, if you do really want something and that you're going to regret, like if you feel like, oh, in five years time, I'm going to regret, I wish I I, I did that. Mm. I went surfing or I wish I went on that whole day or I wish I pursued this job. Um, you should definitely do it especially like for example going back to talking about me starting my business especially if you're creating a business I know with a family it's harder because people rely on you for money but even if you're like 40 50 years old man it's never an age not to start a business you, man you know it's it's funny you say that it's because I remember I've I think about that and I remember a conversation I had with my dad before and he was saying to me about how um, I think I was I no, what was it I was annoyed about a job and I was explaining this to my mum, and I was like, I can't just quit this job. No, I was like, oh, I, uh, this job's rubbish, I wanna quit this job. And she's all like, look, at the moment, you're not in a position to quit the job. If you're on a mission to quit the job and you're not happy, of course, quit the job, right? And then she told me a story of how my dad did the same thing. I go, hold on a second, didn't he have like three kids? Obviously, my sisters, yeah. I should say. Um, and she's like, yeah, but I want him to be happy. I don't want him to resent going to a job just to do this we'd work something something would be working out so when you this leads me to our next point about marriage when you're in a marriage it should be a bit of a team effort and people realize that you know you have to share the workload and you have to share the kind of you want someone there to, to support you and you don't want to do something just to please someone else and then they end up resenting you and so forth and so forth but there's not really a lot of that anymore to be honest um the level of teamwork i mean well yeah that well that's it so it's all about teamwork so if you're married you should definitely so the person you're with should always try and make you a better person depending on what sort of person you want to be if you want to be mm. more fluent in something that person should motivate and should always yeah, of course, yeah. um like motivate you to be whatever you want to do i feel i feel like whenever you have any person in your life who doesn't want to motivate you or tries to i i know people what have like abusive relationships man they've always wanted to do things and like their girlfriend or boyfriend especially so i have a few friends i have one friend particularly as a girlfriend and every time he tries out something new he's, he's young man he's like 25 and he's like he's in a stage where he's worked at i think he's worked at like tesco for the last five years or something mm-hmm. something he's supervisor 
and he's like saved up some money but now he wants to like pursue a career and he wants to like make something of himself so okay i've got a bit of money saved up i want to try okay and she's all like no you shouldn't do that this job's like a stable income and every time he does like he's done like an evening night class and he's went to a few um seminars just to listen to like a few important yeah, people yeah. and she he will come home and she'll just like she, she, yeah she'll go crazy and just like annoy him and irritate him all night saying that he could have spent that if he's gonna oh, waste okay. two hours in a seminar he could have spent that two hours with what her did, what does she do um, do you know, I can't roughly? remember. I, th- I think she were like she works somewhere in London. I'm not sure what she, she does, but like she, she, she's she's happy with her work. She's not. I don't think she's career focused. She's not family focused either. What's funny? So it's not like she's so what's pushing in between. She's like she's just like she's just. I think she's just. She doesn't seem particularly she reminds happy with me of, She reminds Almost. me of like a piece of paper, like a blank piece of paper. Yeah. I have a few friends who are like what are dating people. But I don't tell them because I feel yeah. so rude. But like. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, there's no like, substance. There's no substance. Did we there's have this conversation it, about mate, substance? It wasn't, was it, it, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Oh, no, it must have been someone else. But there's like, they have, they, they don't have any like their personality doesn't go in depth to any detail. Like they don't have anything. It doesn't have to be an ambition, but they have nothing. Like they have no hobbies or they just they're just like walking it's robots. Like plain. I don't know what they do. Maybe they have an, like I've, they don't open up to me. I'll ask their boyfriend or girlfriend. They're just, I don't just know. they're just existing. Yeah, like. Mm. I guess the, maybe these are the sort of people that watch EastEnders, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm not going to joke. I used to watch EastEnders. I can't say that uh, as a kid. Um, um, I'm joking. I don't know. But like, yeah, so you've you got to make sure the person you're with. Well, they want to the right uplift person. you, right? And also as well, you need to realise that. What did I see the other day? I see something quite funny. That, not funny, but it's quite interesting. They said that um, ev- they say behind every successful man is, is a woman. And then it also goes... That's because women don't follow unsuccessful men, which I thought was quite. Do interesting. you believe in that philosophy? To I a certain degree, you know, I I've had conversations with people on this podcast and outside this podcast, and I always say, and it's probably just in that book that I recommended as yeah, well. Yeah, Some of it, it's about women. You realize that what happens is that you don't. When we're younger, at least, we think women want or girls want certain things. They want you to look a certain way. They want you to behave a certain way. They want you to act a certain way. But what you'll find is when you forget about that and you start concentrating yourself and uplifting yourself in different ways, women will just come. Now, only the strongest, most resilient and... Now, I don't mean just physically strong, Mm. by the way. um, And men of integrity and character get the best women. That's why a man is marrying a a fucking 10 out of 10. Yeah, my boy. So, but... Obviously, you you have to get to this stage. It's, you know, I've spent a long time, obviously, dating women and learning as I go along from all different types of relationship and relationships and experiences. And the biggest thing I've learned is that what sets me apart from other people isn't really about the basic things which I thought were important, like what you look like or if you're big or whatever. Right? Those things don't really matter. Actually, you realize that. All of those, and it's the same thing with women as well. All those things fade, right? So it's about the substance. They fall in love with the substance of you, yeah. of what you're about. And it's why um, they want to have kids with you. It's why they want to have have, marry you. And I know what's out there. It's madness, which is out there at the moment. Absolute madness, relationship and dating. It's all mad from what yeah. I've been hearing. It's yeah. all madness. Sounds like a bit of a minefield. But if you have... If you have integrity and it's just small things, it's all things which you can impel into yourself if you want to. But I notice 
yeah, I don't know. I just noticed that it's not. I feel like I'm going off in a tangent, but basically, essentially, what I'm saying is that if you constantly improve yourself and you work on yourself and becoming a better man as you go along, you'll always attract someone of high caliber. Now, whether that's in relationships or friendships, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna add on to what you basically said. I agree. The only thing I I was just thinking about was like if you, like I was looking in the newspaper yesterday and like they always say like like more and more people are getting divorced nowadays. Mm. And we like discuss about integrity and what you want and what you don't want. Like I'm trying to always understand like what the reason why people end up uh, eventually not being happy with each other because like I've always had a philosophy of like the rule of three in life everything has a rule of three so like regarding uh, being in a relationship or being married to someone be like you want three things normally for one person for example for, for me a girl would want personality so I'd say that's humor so humor mm. knowledge mm. and then uh, like financial status i'm not saying like a girl is going to be in a relationship uh, marry you forever based off just your financial status because that's impossible like it's not about your money at all nor is it just about your knowledge you could be the smartest person on earth but if you've got like a really bland personality no one's going to care you know about mm. if you're just funny but you're like dead broke because you make really bad decisions mm. because you're not knowledgeable and you don't understand how the world works but you're hilarious as hell like you all three of them if you bracket them all together that's how you will ideally become a better person in the dating game is how mm. i'd say it but in the long run i don't understand like i don't know like why relationships don't last long either like that's another subject i, I wanted to talk about i feel that i can't speak about marriage because i'm not married yet but what i do understand is what i've learned from this relationship that i've been in at the moment is quite a lot i've learned to listen more and i read a lot as you know mm-hmm. have you ever, ever read the way of the superior man I have, I have. I think you recommended it to me. That is an excellent book. Very good book, And some of the things that you say is that, this is going to sound so sexist, but I can't, you know, it is what it is. They say about men are like a ship and women are like the ocean. Okay. Women are like, they're up and down. You don't know how it's going to be. It's temperamental. It's about how you ride that ocean, how you sustain through all those trials and tribulations and those ups and downs and how you deal with it and it's about standing strong in that situation and you don't think girls do that or how how how's a girl like the ocean um because of the the pace of it it's unpredictable Mm. it's uh yeah it's unpredictable it's unpredictable one day it might be great one day it won't and if you're a ship on there you have to learn how to deal with all these different changes so if you put it in that uh, analogy you have to just learn and understand and don't forget i have five sisters as well and there's stuff which i didn't really get but i understand it more now watching and then i think back to the relationships of my sisters my mom my dad now i think oh and about how things were dealt with like for example if my mom and my sisters were arguing my dad would say very very calm very calm and let one of them speak let the other one speak and just try and express to them that just say my mum feels one way about she has an opinion about one thing and my sister has an opinion about another thing no one's opinion is higher than the other he's good at helping people debate the issues at hand exactly and trying to keep a clear head because you'll notice and what i've noticed is generally more 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 you can have an argument with a woman as much as you like and they can shout and they can scream and they can get hysterical but if you even raise your voice it's why are you shouting for? How dare you do why you, that? Why are you shouting for? Why are you getting things for? Because they're expecting you to take this barrage of emotional wave. Yeah, the weight. Okay? Yeah, and it's about how you deal with it. So for me personally, how I like to deal with things is that I'm aware that 
some things might not be important to me, but yeah. they're important to her. Okay, so I have to just respect the fact and listen to that. I may not agree with it, but I'll, I'll let someone have them because it works both ways. So you, like, for example, you might not, you might say something and I don't agree with it. I think, oh, you're talking rubbish. I don't agree with that. That's nonsense. But I can't dismiss it because it's not fair. It's your opinion. It's entitled to your opinion. It's a, you're entitled to feel how you feel about something. Mm. I can't, you know, I might not agree with it or understand it, but I have to let you at least express it the same way you would for me and so forth. And that's just a little basic of strong communication. Yeah. It, regarding friendships, relationships, or hanging out with families, I think because I think we read the same sort of books too. So I think you may uh, agree with this, that I think it all comes down to self-awareness. Okay. I think if if you're self-aware, if, if you're aware of how you're acting and reacting to individuals, mm-hmm. like for example, if you're aware that you, you can get bad, a bad temper sometimes mm-hmm. or sometimes you get um, you get sad without realizing or you're quiet or, you, mm-hmm. or when you're a hyper, you end up being really pushy and arrogant like all of these bad like everyone has good traits and bad behaviors and bad mm. traits and good behaviors right if you're if you're aware of what you're like yourself i think that definitely improves your chance of being in a relationship or married for longer i think i think that's a lot that's a big reason why mm. people fr- uh, families as well end up like having arguments and issues because when people are arguing with each other they're not aware of how they're acting, let alone able to under... If you're not understanding how it's you're acting, how are you supposed to understand how someone's That's reacting right. to you? Mm. If, if, I'm, if I'm... Every time we talk, I seem very arrogant to you, mm. so you don't like me. Like, and I'm always thinking, oh, this guy's like a douchebag. Like, he, he, I don't like his personality. Like, it could, it could have originated from me because I have a bad personality. I don't think right, people realise... How, like how the their bad actions traits. Yeah, their, yeah, their own people. actions. That's right. Yeah, That's it's it. about being aware. Starts. And a lot of people aren't. And this is... You need to understand yourself on an emotional level. And for me, what I've learned is that... Just do some yoga. Yeah, yoga or Tai Chi, maybe Tai Chi. <laughs> I've noticed that living with women and obviously now living with my girlfriend and stuff, my fiance, so... Oh, and, you live uh, with each other now? Great. Well, yeah, I didn't know less, that. Cool. More or less. All right, nice. And how... It's just about under, it's just about understanding and it's just about patience and it's just about slowing down and understanding the person as well. So for me, I know how I feel about certain things. So for example, now I try not to bottle things up anymore myself. Now, uh, I know other people who bottle things up. I do. I bottle things up. And but then I'm, I'm good at not like blasting blast off. Blast it. Ah, see, I know people who just blast yeah, off yeah. and it'll be about something completely different and that's not healthy and I don't really want to be like, I'd rather address something because it'll niggle at me and it'll annoy me and then I'll start being snappy with someone because, but then it's not fair for me to be snappy with someone because I don't know why I'm being snappy with them. They don't know it's about X, Y and Z. I have to try and address it and I know that just to get it off my chest, it'll make me feel a little bit better and how and how for they respond to it if they're understanding or not at least i've expressed it i've given them the information what they do with it is up to them so yeah um i I do the opposite like i i I hold it in what's really bad i try i I shouldn't you definitely shouldn't but what i do is like i try to like i guess i go back on conversation so i'll sometimes have a conversation with someone then like the week later i'll read i'll think of a day later Mm. i'll think about the conversation and I'll do this while I'm doing some exercise because I like exercising a lot. I think that's a good way of stress relief. Yeah. So when I'm exercising, I'll think yeah, about okay, it and that's like my way of coping with it. So I don't blow up in front of someone and then after I've exercised and after exercise is great, 
like you've taken out all your excess energy because we like we, everyone in would England you, eats would, too much. Would you go back and address it? Like back to the person? Yeah. Uh, yes, but I, I, what I would do is I would, I wouldn't. If if something's building up, I'd let it build up a little bit. I'd exercise and think about it, and then when and after then exercising again, I'll be so relaxed. I'll, I'll feel so relaxed. Um, I don't know, peaceful, and just I'll, I'll feel so calm that that's the best way to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to. I never like talking to people when I'm not calm. No, I don't think anyone should talk to. Yeah, when not I agree. Calm. That's not. It's just not healthy. And the worst thing someone can say explode. to you. The, the, the worst thing someone can say to you when you're annoyed is calm down. No one in the history of the world has ever calmed down when someone's told them to calm down. Do you down. know, one of those you people. Know? I say that to my friends. I'll have. A, I will be drinking. We'll be on a night out. Just calm London. down, mate. Calm yeah. down. My friend like will grab one of my friend's chips from the fish and mm. chips shop. Will grab one of my mate's yeah. chips. Like, what are you doing, bro? Why are you touch my chips for? And they'll start arguing. Like, bro calm down doesn't work yeah doesn't it, work it doesn't all. you know what i feel like as well what i've decided to do more of recently and i've seen myself do more if i have an issue i like to address it with someone and i don't really feel i think i've just said this but um i don't yeah i don't feel like i forgot where you were at. yeah no i just need to like if someone's got an issue if i have an issue with someone, i just want it addressed because then we can just deal with it and that's it you know, do you not however think- they respond I can't really control that. But all I can control is, look, I've given you the information yeah. to let you know that this is what I'm upset about. This is why I'm upset about it. Yeah. I'd prefer you not do it again. I'll nip it in the bud. Okay. And with, you got to think as well on a bigger scale of things, men and women constantly test you throughout your whole life. They will always test you. Men will do it in a more primitive way. Women will do it. Alpha in, way, you mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like So, but I just, and that's how you essentially gain respect and then that's how you gain things. So, um, it's you know like the prison mentality don't mm. let no one punk you bro um, <laughs> but yeah it's just generally you need to just I think it's very important with people you don't know as well if people you don't know and they're trying to like try something it's about settling that you're not that guy and the thing I spoke to someone before and I was talking about the friend zone and I go the reason why guys get friend zone is because they let themselves get taken advantage of mm-hmm. because people will try and push and push until see how much they can get away with and because you're not saying no that is why you're in there because they don't respect you well that's why like guys are hunters that's why we're the ones who are more generally known as being more sexually active and we hunt for women right and like mm. guys are the ones out women are the ones what basically they say back to the foundations women are the ones what accept the guys so the guy has to get to the standard of the woman mm-hmm. so like that's why guys decide think that like oh, i don't know how to get this woman she's she's way above my level she's prettier than me she's smarter than me whatever yeah. she is so like oh maybe if i just act really friendly and just do everything she says maybe, maybe no but they, if, they, they will if, never respect if, that if she if she tells if that. she tells me to get a drink yeah i'll get her a drink yeah oh if she tells me to cry on her shoulder when she yeah i'll do that then boom friend zone now what do you do you're screwed yeah because you're you're behaving like a, a beta male you're behaving like a uh submissive male and women don't want that it's it's a good aspect to have like you want to have uh you you, you want to be kind yeah and you yeah. want to be caring but you don't want that to just be your whole personality like you need some sort of like you said substance yeah because well. i mean you can be it's not oh you're a friend zone dude or you're an you're an arsehole like there's not just two extremes there's bits in the middle and it's just about finding your bit in the middle and it's just about for yourself i always say about gender aside as everyone is saying nowadays anyway is that it's about self-worth. Uh, we had a conversation a few weeks ago and we were saying about some guy, so the guy we had, basically the guy we had on before, he turned around and said that a girl, he was talking to a girl on Instagram and she asked him to buy her a mattress. I go, have you ever met this girl? And he goes, no. Oh, what? 
But so why did you and I go? Well, so why would she think you she would buy you a mattress? And maybe she goes, so he because could, maybe so you could get laid on it. No, well, it's because she's pretty. So she, some guys would just buy stuff because she's pretty. And I'm like, that's so stupid. But it's true, like it how works, girls think. Yeah, yeah, so stupid. But then if you've got high self worth and you're male or female, it's like goes back to my thing about women and men who ask for things that they can't deliver themselves. So if they turn around to you and say, I want. Let's say a woman approaches you and she's like, oh, I won't date you. You don't earn this amount of money mm. or you don't do this or you don't look like this or you don't look like But she doesn't do any of those things. So but how can you ask for that? I've never understood that. The girls that I've met are usually a bit more like that. Like they're more money orientated in a way that like, they, they get confidence and they feel respected when a guy purchases things for them. Usually end up finding guys who are like, like really, really bad simps. guys. Like simps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, um, I just, but I feel like that's how can you some guys are happy with that arrangement but all that will take is another guy to come along who can buy her more stuff because that's your only angle there's that fact that you're buying her stuff so you're just a one dimensional person really aren't you because you're relying completely on your money because if you've got a poor personality or you don't look good or you haven't got self respect and you're relying on having a, a beautiful woman and how you can keep that beautiful woman is just buying her stuff there's always going to be a guy who can buy her more stuff yeah, you see what I mean, but then okay, so it's a bit it's it's hard to say. So I have a few friends what show affection different way. I have a friend what shows affection. I have a friend who's like really emotional and she 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 loves hugs. She loves giving hugs. She loves receiving hugs. Okay. And like she, she, you'll be hugs watching, are calm. Hugs are innocent. Yeah, you you'll be watching a film with her. She's just a mate of mine, and all she'll do is she'll just hug you or hug anyone around her. She just craves <laughs> attention all the time. <laughs> And that's the only way she feels love in her life. Like, like she needs some sort of body. She needs to touch you. Like, that's, that's the way she receives love. Why does she crave attention all the time? Um, would you say? Like, well, not all the time, but, like, pretty often. Why? Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she feels insecure. Maybe she wants a relationship. I have no clue. I haven't asked her. And then I have, like... You wouldn't have to ask her. You'd have to watch her and watch what she does and watch what she She says. just wants... She just... She doesn't say anything. She just wants... She, like, she just wants a lot of friends. And the friends she has, she just loves... Male friends, female friends. It could both. be any. It could be any friends. But the way she receives attention is like she just. She's very touchy. She loves. She loves. Feely. Yeah, she's very touchy feely. And I have another friend who doesn't care about that. Yeah, she. She. What she'll do is like, for example, I'll hurt her feelings. Let or she'll hurt my feelings. Sorry. Let's say something bad happens. She. She says something rude to me one day. Now tell her that really offended me. And instead of saying sorry, she'll come to my house and like she'll, she'll buy me some food and she'll buy me like a gift. Okay. And that's her way of showing affection. Like everyone, of, everyone of, of apologising. Yeah, yeah. Like right. everyone shows it differently. And I'm like, you didn't have to buy me these. Like all I needed was a sorry, or yeah, not even that. But, like, but is... everyone shows affection different ways, and everyone expects affection different ways too. Yeah. So I think like people what expect to get affection and give affection financially, they should be perfect with each other. And people mm. what, like everyone gives affection different ways, and that's what I've realised. So you have got to know like which ones are right, like mix for you. So would you, with that in mind, would you be happy marrying a woman who's with you solely because you have money? It depends if I if she if if we're both multimillionaires. No, no. And she if wanted me for money. Uh, oh, just and she doesn't have money. She doesn't have money. Because if she's if she's she wouldn't be a multimillionaire because if you have money, yeah, she's she only married for yeah. like, Oh, she wouldn't so, have any well, money. I don't think any sane guy with like but a working brain would do that. Guys do it. Many many guys do this. But that's because you just have to look at footballers for example. Build their ego, man. Huh? Build their ego, definitely. Like if you have the money, if, if if you're not looking for true love and you just want someone who like. You then know, why, why would you marry her then? What's it called? A tro trophy wife? Yeah, but maybe. why would you marry her? You don't need to marry her to do that. You could do that with everyone. You could have different 
trophy every every other day, you know, really. Why would you then marry someone? Um, it's a waste of it. And don't forget, if it goes wrong, she might take half your stuff. So there's that as well. I just I just think it's like when it, when people get to a certain age, they feel like they need to get married with someone to have children. But it's like, I, I believe in the same philosophy. Like, I don't know if I want to get married. I want children, but I don't know if I want to get married. Like, I if this sounds so harsh. I made mm. this joke the other day. I was like, if I could get married one day mm. and then maybe like i'm not like and then like maybe we were like we she had a, my child and then we got divorced that would be great like i love the idea of having children more than get married currently this will definitely change as i get you know older why? and that could be uh, that could be the same thing footballers are thinking about i think as well that's not a unreasonable request because i'll be honest is having... it just using someone <sighs> yeah women but women use men all the time so i can't really but you can't just say that like, oh, everyone's using guys, so I guess I could use this chick. Like, it, yeah, I don't of course, think, but it's not a know. sense of like if you. It's not a sense of guilt, but I would say that there's having a child for a man is doesn't impact his life in the same way that it was a woman. Oh, definitely. Okay, we're, we're in agreement uh, with that. Statistically, like uh, biologically as well, women obviously want children more than guys. Like that, it's in a, a women, it's in women's DNA more. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that. With that in mind, there are guys who just have babies with girls and they're fine with that and they don't want to get married. And I do understand that in a way, but I what I don't understand to a certain point in my thing is that if you don't like that person, if you just have a baby with them and then after you're like, oh, they're bored of them, if you break up with them or you just have a few things with mm. them, you still need contact with that person if you want to see your child until they're 18, which would be, but then if you actually got married to them and you didn't have any kids, let's say, you could literally divorce them and never see them again. So my thing is, having a child with someone is you're in some way have to be connected with them for at least 18 years, yeah. providing you want to see the child. So that's what really clued me up. So I never understood why people were so blasé about having kids, but then so like terrified of marriage. Because yeah. then if the marriage don't work, you can just fuck off, basically. I, I, you know what? I'm going to put my hands up in the air and just, I don't know if I'm the first person on your podcast to say this, but I'm just going to say that I think marriages are outdated. You know, it's funny you say that. I, I, I love the idea of a marriage. I think having a ceremony to show love and prove love is mm. great. But that's but a wedding like, you're talking about. You're not talking about marriage. Okay, so about I'm wedding. about. Okay, so I love the idea of a wedding, but ah. I think marriages are very outdated. One because they're designed. Uh, okay, I, I don't want to get my facts incorrect, so I'm not going to quote this, but I think they're designed for religious reasons. Okay. Um, and basically, it's just like a. Basically, all it is is a a, a wedding and a contract, and that's what a marriage is. You could say. Technically, in my opinion, that's what I think. Like, okay. I, I just think they're very outdated. Like I think that I don't think I find it weird that you need to have it in contract by law to mm. to show that you love someone affection. Like I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know what I, my I, point I agree is to that, that certain sense because there's people who are together for years and years and years and they've never been married, but they live together and they're happy, so that works as well. And they might as well be married, yeah. you know. But I think from a legal standpoint of view, it's, it becomes quite tricky because then you're just someone's partner as opposed to someone's wife or husband um and also it's quite funny I was but watching... you're on about legal standpoint if you need to what to get divorced so on about the only reason you should get married is that if you're worried about getting divorced is that what you're is that what you're no what about? i'm saying is that if you're together with someone for years and you're not married and you guys have bought a house together for example um what else you've had have kids together on like all these kind of things. same bank account let's say and yeah yeah so it just becomes there's certain things that you'd be entitled to less yeah just because you are a partner instead of a wife or husband. It's a way to protect yourself then, is what you're saying. To a certain degree, yeah. 
but then I, I, I do find that like with everything you do, like let's say for example, you get a mortgage, you, you just want to get a mortgage for yourself. Mm. You'll have a solicitor, uh, you'll have a lawyer, let's say, mm. and they'll give you A to Z, all the details. If you want to, um, what else, what else is like, if, if you want to get a new passport, let's say you want to move to America, you want to get a green card or whatever, yeah. you have to talk to a lawyer, get everything sorted and you learn mm. that 100% A to Z, everything you want to do. When you want to get married, in the other hand, you don't have a lot of people. You don't. You people, know, it's funny. You don't get. You, you, don't, get get a, you don't get. So, there's nothing wrong with getting married. My point is that I think people don't understand what a marriage, what a marriage is. Entails. I agree entails with that and point. all the details. I think it's like, and there's nothing wrong with marriage. I'm just saying that. I just feel like people aren't made aware yeah, as much as they are with what, these other what, life decisions. Yeah, because. I, you're basically signing. You've hit the nail uh, on the I'm head. Not, I'm not trying to sound it. This sounds really pessimistic, and I'm not trying to describe it this way. Oh, it's a life contract, and you're selling yourself because that's not what it is. But initially, you're you're an individual your whole life, and everything is owned by yourself mm-hmm. your whole life until you get married, and then you have to share. your finances and share. So you should be aware of what that initiates I, and what yeah, that means. I think that's fair, and it's funny you say that actually because I was watching something the other day, and it was saying it was interviewing three divorce lawyers, and they were giving marriage tips. It was quite funny. I, I think I watched the same video. Yeah, I think, I think I it was like on video. Vogue or yeah, something. It was yeah. quite funny, yeah. And it was quite interesting. I watched it and I sat there and I watched it with my fiance. That was a bit awkward. No, not really, because she, I, cause some of the things they were talking about, we spoke about, and I think one of them was finance. And we already know that. And I actually said, like, figures-wise, and she gave me her figures, I gave her my figures, because I've got nothing to hide. We have a shared bank way. account, do you think? Who? Do you reckon you guys will have a shared bank account? Um, Yeah, but it will be for... We spoke about this before, and a shared bank account is more... For living expenses. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. I have a few friends that do that. Like when when you live in the same house, like you pay bills, scare everything, so you both just put exactly. money in. Exactly. So it won't be yeah. like I put money in and oh, that that's finances cool. her lifestyle or whatever. I think that's the smartest way of doing it too. Like and I have one mixed account, then have your own personal accounts. Do what you wish with maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not yeah, and I think that's fair because it's recorded and everyone puts in half and half, and it's already by the book. Um, when it someone is just financing someone constantly i feel like it's a bit of a you need to have these conversations like for example my mum worked temporarily but my dad mostly worked right when i was younger now they had the agreement that my dad would do he wanted my mum to be at home to look after us and he and he was happy to Mm. go to work and make up the and that makes sense i think like the income in order for him for his peace of mind her peace of mind that she'd be at home with the kids and the kids would be always like that was what he wanted and that's what she agreed to and they both agreed to that but he never would turn around and say oh well this is my money and that's not your do you know what i mean so because that's the agreement that it's a form of agreement in a way like your job isn't any less than my job yeah right and i feel that that's sometimes what people do and if you're someone who earns more money than your partner that's when it gets a bit complicated yeah no it's hard to say. I do think, like, even if it was the other way around, maybe the guy, will, maybe, maybe uh, the wife has a child or two. The guy decides to look after children, no, and maybe, like and maybe, she, maybe she's out working. That's completely yeah. fine as well. Yeah. I think then it does become more complicated, and no, I do think uh, only complicated in a way that, like, regarding finances, because one person's earning the money and one person isn't. Then they need to have that discussion of how it's going to work. So obviously, they both have the same responsibility. Just one can't go yeah. to work. That's different. I'm talking about so, like, if you're just working. Same mm. as I had this discussion the other day, and I don't know what your opinion about is. Do you think two people with completely different uh, job salaries can work for each other? Like, if someone's earning fifteen to twenty grand a year, and one person I earning to sixty to a, eighty I grand. I listened to a podcast about this. Uh, or a debate about this on Radio 4 it's quite interesting I'll try and send it to you um, and the, it's funny you may mention those two figures because the figures that just I'm an talk- example, yeah. talking about someone was only 200,000 and he was only 40,000 mm. like it's a big big jump and then there's other people 
um, one of them earns slightly more, one of them stay at home, one of them works and whatnot. And I feel like this is what I feel and this is what I, in my perspective on it. If you're the woman who earns more money than the man, that's fine, of course. But it's about how the attitude about it. And that goes the same way with the man and the woman. So yeah. what I mean by that is if the man is almost disrespectful to the woman, say, well, I earn this money, I earn more than you, so we're doing this and I'm yeah. making a decision. You can't have that attitude. Mm. Same way if from a woman's, the woman's perspective who earns like a lot more money, she can't be like, oh, well, you know, you're no, I don't need you, I earn my own money. Because you still need to let a man feel like a man. And it comes down to things. And, those, and being a provider and a breadwinner do feed into that. That's what I was going to say. I, I, I don't, I don't, like, I, I want to hope that it's possible, but I just feel like in society it isn't like if you look at anyone, usually everyone's in the same financial bracket. category bracket. Mm. Like, like two people are middle class, two people are low middle class. Like everyone's in the same sort of bracket. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we bond more with the people that we like the same culture as us. And, and maybe I think as well, so it's about keeping up. Now, I know someone and she earns very good money and she doesn't want someone to she doesn't want to be with someone who doesn't earn their own substantial amount of money because she feels like they would take advantage of her and her situation which could happen happens both ways male male to female female to male whoever earns the money so it does happen so i do understand people's concern um but i feel it's just the attitude that comes with it so it's all about how you perceive it as long as you don't treat the other person like they're any less and they're still entitled to the same level of opinion if they weren't if they were earning the same money as you to a certain degree because obviously there's some things you can't it's just being respectful of it and it boils down to exactly what we've literally what you literally spoke about for about five ten minutes about talking and communication and arrangements and understanding all those things feed into things and that's ultimately what makes a good marriage because if you're just being an arrogant prick and also as well i know that this is a kind of tip that i've learned all the time is that women always appreciate the little things and when I'm talking the little things, I'm talking the most basic things. I think everyone, about. even friends do, I think. Like I know, today, but... Like, I'll give you an example. Today, I was talking mm. to you. So what happened today was when I was coming here, I got, uh, I lost my phone. Yeah. So I was phoneless. I didn't have a phone. And I called one of my housemates to ask him if he could just quickly call my phone, see if anyone's got it or if yeah. I could get it returned. And one of my housemates did that. It was really kind. So I just asked yeah. as a favor and he did that. So my plan after this uh, podcast, go to the, uh, before I go home, is I'll get both of us like, some food out and I'll just treat him just as a nice gesture. Yeah, yeah gesture um so i do think like the little bits in life genuine with family friends i think it counts er er whoever you're with yeah i feel like i do feel like it is more important though to women because whenever i hear about people breaking up or it's always he never does anything he never helps he never you're not showing a concern somewhere because you get complacent i imagine but i've never seen that in my household so i remember i said my mom said something really strange to me actually it was really strange it was just like uh she said something along the lines of you know some she was talking about someone else and she's like oh well he's a lazy asshole he doesn't do anything for his wife that's why his wife treats him like yeah. shit yeah. and she's like oh you know your dad's not like that she goes if i'm coming back from the shop and the car's full of shopping bags he'll get up and he'll come and help bring the bags in and i'm thinking that's the standard like we all do that and she's like yeah but there's guys who are husbands who will just sit on their ass and just leave leave them to do everything sounds like my dad man my dad is a little bit like that my parents yes. got divorced how yeah. ironic yeah so there we go so this is they appreciate stuff like because like for me so i try to do i take this in mind and i try to think so when uh when i'm with my fiance and stuff i try to do little bits which will essentially make her life easier and so we got a few bits 
and uh, for the house and I just set all the stuff up for the house, put it all together or I might go and do this for her or do that for her. Like she's, uh, she wanted to, she hasn't driven in like 10 years. Okay. She got a license and she was quite keen to like kind of be out on the road again. Don't blame her, man. These car prices and insurance prices. Well, this is what I'm saying. I go, to, I go to her that what we'll do is we'll organize getting you like a little car so you can just do some lessons in it and whatnot. And we'll get you back on the road. It'll make your life easier because then you won't have to travel from here to there and you'll feel better. You'll have your own kind of independence and whatnot. So, because I drive mostly all the time anyway. So, so we got her, like I said, we got her sorted out, getting her car, just like a little run around. And then at least once a week, I'd have an afternoon and we'd go, go, in, go out in the car together and I'd just drive, she would drive and I'd just give her little tips and sort of shadow her until she was comfortable enough doing it by herself. And we just kept on doing that every week for like a month. And just, because uh, my, my main concern is that she's safe, you know? I, I love her to drive and then she can drive everywhere. Now we're kind of like, we'll go somewhere, but like, okay, well you, you drive in your car and I'll chill. Because it's about getting experience, yeah. right? But it's about getting her confidence level up in that. And I'm happy to do that because to me, it's, it's just gonna benefit her. Essentially, it's gonna benefit me. But some guys, I spoke to a guy at work about it and he was just like, oh, I can't do that. I can't have the patience. You're just driving me crazy. Fuck that. But I've got quite a high patience threshold. Okay. When have you ever seen me pissed off? Not yet, man. There not you go. So Hopefully like, never. There you go. So it's not... And not, these, uh, to me, these seem like... To other people, they might seem like big things. But to me, they're little things which will make her life easier, which will make her happier, which will make her happier with me. Hmm. But then they they do say like they're like the line of happiness, right? Like it increases and decreases mm. throughout the day, and then like that's the rule they say like regarding like if you won a lottery tomorrow, like you become a millionaire, and then your heart you'll be so happy that you'd be extremely happy. Let's say you're one hundred percent today, then in like one month's time will be ninety percent because mm. you got all the money, you're spending it, you're going on holidays, you're going crazy. One year's time will be fifty percent. Let's say two years' time it goes down to zero percent again, and like you're borderline. So happiness, like money, just an example, could be a relationship, could be anything, but like throughout your day it doesn't matter how wealthy you are or how healthy you are you'll be happy throughout your day but then bad things happen and you get down as well and then it always ends up going in the middle Somewhere again in between right and then uh like i do find like it doesn't matter like my personal opinion with not just females or guys just generally is that like i don't think you can make someone happy by improving their life i feel like it just becomes a norm content. it just it makes it more content but it makes it a norm like i have a vehicle now i have a motorbike and oh like, sick no way yeah it's yeah, outside. yeah. yeah uh, it's not actually i came in by bus today but um i use it to get like to work and get to university oh, nice. and get to work now um well like a proper big one or is it like just a, a one two just, a, just no it's a motorbike but just a one two five oh, got nice. um training license i can only have one two five but it's a pretty decent vehicle gets you through the traffic man can zigzag through those cars well, are you are you like getting them because you had a bicycle before you yeah got yeah so i yeah. thought that would actually put you off but nah, nah, i got, got, I got hit by three cars in three years man i'm still doing well man. i'm still keeping strong still getting a motorbike i should be fine i'm hoping i won't oh, I, I you promise, let me have a go man i promise my parents wouldn't get hit by a car next year so i can't have it oh, four well, in a row there you go that seems fair yeah you can uh, have a go have a go you got a helmet yeah you have to with a motorbike. And a high vis. Yeah, high vis, man. Got a jacket. I'm gonna have to have a go. Are you are you living where you lived before? I, uh, or just no, I've, about moved, the same I've moved around. I live near Greenwich now. Oh really? Southeast, southeast. Oh, yeah, you southeast. Moved down there? Yeah, I, I moved down that. there. Man. I live far away now. What's a shame. Yeah. But um, I would definitely give you a go on my motorbike. Yeah. Well, you're coming on Saturday, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I don't know why we've got. Co- right, topic, right. But anyway, um, um, yeah. So uh, you were saying about the yeah. So all I was saying was that like. 
like regarding you getting her a vehicle uh, her sorry your your, uh, your fiance having a vehicle or not like I, I just generally find like older I get I feel like more money I spend on myself mm. and more I improve my life it doesn't like for me anyway it doesn't mm. it doesn't make my life happier I don't know why so maybe you, I crave certain different things to other people but so like it just it really doesn't when you improve your life like when I finance aside you don't feel happier or more content or more actually you know what happiness happiness maybe isn't the issue maybe it's the do you feel more fulfilled because happiness and fulfillment are different mm, or do you feel more I, confident I, do you like, feel more certain that's of yourself like, you know uh, these things aren't around happiness for me it's like everyone gets happiness in different areas depending on what you prefer to do whatever your hobbies are and depending on what people like to hang out with um with me like for example when i first moved to london i wanted to save up money so i lived in a like box room sat standard single bed and then like occasionally i moved to like a double bed so i thought it'd be more comfortable more space like just generally be and like that didn't improve my happiness and i thought like if i get a vehicle maybe i can get to places faster save time that didn't really do it i'm like mm. like for me it's maybe it's like i'm not even a hold. Sure i feel a hole like, I'm not saying I don't know what makes me happy, because I do know, like, socialising with people, learning, educating, uh, going on holidays, reading books. Like, I, I know what makes me happy, mm. but I just feel like improving my life standards doesn't for me. I don't know if it affects yours. I feel more... As I improve, my stress does decrease, I think. You reckon? Yeah. Um, Maybe that's just you getting used to stress and because you're maturing and you're learning from the previous day, you're getting better at it. That could be it. Mm, no, because I feel like I need to. If I have something which is fairly secure, I can always. I always go down. You know what I do? I always go down to the basic thing. I think, okay, look, regardless of anything that happens on, okay, am I healthy? Have I got somewhere to sleep? You know, have I got su- support? Um, you know, those basic, mm. you know, the food, water, the shower kind needs, of thing. Yeah. yeah, the basic yeah. needs. As long as they're healthy covered, family, yeah. I can't. I try not to be too despondent. I think, okay, look. There are people out there in worse scenarios. Just think that you're in this scenario. This can't be as bad as person B or whatnot, you know? Mm. So you just need to... And I think now in the age of social media, a lot of people tend to compare their lives and you feel like that... It's, it's not healthy. It doesn't help you... I think that ex- makes you less happy. Yeah, I 100% agree. It doesn't help you excel. If anything, it'll make you feel a little bit envious, a little bit like a, bit, a little deflated and feel like you're not really achieving your goals as much. But I know it sounds like a cliche. You know what I've learned, actually? Stop using a mobile phone. Yeah. Uh, Get off social media. I've got a tracker now, innit? I've got a screen oh, time I got thing, one of those, yeah. A screen about how much time you spend on it. And uh, I think that's quite helpful. Anyway, um, what I've learned is cliches are actually quite true. Like, the most common one is... The most common one I think about is that everyone is on their own journey. And I used to hear that. I'd be like, oh, some bullshit. But I do understand you can't... All right, Dalai Lama. Yeah, yeah, you can't mimic someone's same formula for success. Your formula for success might be different mm-hmm. from mine, you know? And they'll be individual to us based on how we are and our actions and all the rest of it. That's one thing. And another thing I always I realise actually now is that obviously now that I'm engaged, I realise that all when people talk to me about it, I'm like, it's to me, especially someone like me who has had who struggled with commitment previously is that it's all those cliches that like oh like i, I don't know i wouldn't want like oh you like you're marrying your best friend or you can't imagine life without them all these little gay cliches do you reckon they're true 
Yeah, I do because I'm, it, when people may, when people used to say this to me, I'm like, ah, that's bullshit. That's uh, I used to be like, ah, I'm like, yay, you know, <laughs> m- mature man that I am. Yeah. Um, but when you find it and you understand when you find it it's kind of is like that because you want so- and you need that because you can't have someone who doesn't compliment you someone who compliments you you if you compliment each other it works really well and that can be and what i've always learned as well is that women always think they can get a guy to do something you can't give up you cannot meaning like if you don't want you he don't want you like nothing you're going to do is going to change that Guys go hard for what they really, really want. So you know how you get women who are trying to change bad boys or whatever it may be. Oh, it never or, works, man. It's not. I know I, this, sound, this sounds so bad, but it sounds like it sounds so, so brutal. But essentially what I'm saying is the issue isn't him. It's you. Because the reason why I say that, not disrespectfully, is because if he wanted you or if he wanted to be with you or if he wanted to marry you or if he wanted to do whatever with you, He'd make it happen. He'd do whatever it is to make it happen. Right? And obviously, other way as well, she might not want him. And no matter what he does, she's just not going to want him. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but people, yeah, people deal with people because they're comfortable, though. Like, for example, yeah. He would have married her if he wanted to marry her. He would have done whatever if he, like, truly wanted but to. She's, but she's, co- but, like, she, she, she's comfortable with him. And she feels some sort of compassion. So, she, like, guys as well. Um, so people get worried about like leaving someone worried that they won't get someone who they actually want like people are terrified of the being life single is risk, people are terrified I don't of being understand single. why I enjoyed being single, like, single people, I know fun. people what stay it was, in horrible it was, relationships it was I think the thing it, oh, I'm gonna sound such like a dick basically I always knew that you know I'm a quite a confident guy and I felt like I was never afraid really until probably now of someone leaving me and me not being able to find someone else You've never if, felt that? No. I haven't. I haven't. Because it's like... That's confidence. And also as well, if you... If someone does leave you, things do happen. You, people get left. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, but it does happen. But maybe they just means it wasn't... They weren't for you. And you just have to go through heartbreaks and learn and experiences to understand that. And I just felt like... Like I always say, like, obviously before I've, you know, had a, you know, standard single guy life and whatnot. But no one's... I always say like no one's ever made me want to retire from the game apart from until I met my fiance, right? Because no one can, like I say, no one can force you to do it if you don't want to do it, especially as a man. If you're proper, like about yourself, you know that "Ah, I'm just not really. So, or if it's the same thing with the kind of complacentness. Oh, well, yeah, this is fine. This is cool. Like, but he's not going to do anything more than that because he knows he doesn't have to, you know? Yeah, I don't know why people try and change people. Like, I don't. I, I think that's the most unhealthiest thing in a relationship. My mum used to always say, the reason like any relationship will last long is because they don't try and change each other. Like when you have a guy what's saying, oh, um, talking to his girl and he's always, like, oh, you you always uh, go out for your, you always put makeup on mm. uh, when you're when you're out nightclub and he gets very jealous because mm. she has guy friends and there's nothing wrong with a woman having friends what are guys but he just gets very jealous about that aspect so he tried to change and is this try and like, you know or is this, scenario? No, this, is just, uh, this is a scenario but I've had this issue with a few friends previously or it could be anything same with like a woman who says that, oh you drink too much for your mates 
or you spend all your time video gaming or okay if it's not time related let's say she just complains and he says oh you spend all your time you spend all your money what buying i don't know watches or something yeah, yeah. like when you try and change someone mold them <laughs> to how you want them to be i think that's when a relationship goes down here and you know what as well it's funny you say that because i know someone like that who likes to drink and likes to party um and you know whatever else you know and he's married now he's got a baby now he he's been out of girls before he's been in relationships before but he's still done that and he's not had any issue about he's not had an issue about any sorry any um he's not had any motive to give that up or he's just not going to pick mm. it up but it's only if he's met this woman now and he doesn't do it anymore it's because he doesn't want to this is what i'm saying like he people will continue to do that yeah. and if someone's turning around and say oh you always do this and they're not stopping off because remember now if they're stopping it just to make her happy they'll just end up resenting her Definitely. There's certain things you can't change about a person. Like you're saying, there's like, I don't know what it is. Like, even if it's the most basic thing of this guy always plays football. He always goes to the gym. He's a gym guy. There's not, my, like, for example, it's mad. My dad is a almost 60 year old man, but he still goes boxing every single week. Dench. Dench. Exactly. Every single week he goes to the, he goes to the gym. He goes to boxing. And if he could, he'd go every single day and not go to work basically. But my mom's like to him, look, I know that's what you want to do. That's what you. That's what you're passionate about. You enjoy that, you know. So I'm never gonna take that away from you. Just remember, you have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so just okay, go on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You know, make sure so make she, sure you have a job at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah. So she. So she's never gonna say to him, "Stop doing that," because he'd just go. He, he, you know, he just wouldn't be able. To, he wouldn't be able to do it. There's certain things that I wouldn't be able to stop doing myself. Like I've always gone to the gym. I've always had some sort of sport-based mm. stuff in my life. And I couldn't just stop that because I wouldn't feel complete. I need to do that. Yeah. You know? Bit of change of subject. Um, yeah. What, what, what's your opinion regarding, like, fitness and sports? I feel like, just because you bring it up now, mm. older I get, right, more exercise I need to do. Because I feel like older you get, less exercise you want to do. Like, you, like, you're a bit older than me. What do you think? Do you think you're more active when you're 20? Do you reckon it's? Do you reckon like? Oh, do you get less like less uh, sports or fitness you want to do? I think that me personally, I took my. I've always had dabbled with the gym when I was younger, and even when I was really young, when I was like sixteen. But as I've got older, I've been more aware, and have tried to change more, uh, train more. Sorry, because you are getting older, mm. and you don't want to be these old guys with the big bellies, yeah. right? And if you've always done it you know it's it's just natural to you it's just second nature i mean there's a time when i was in uni where all i used to do is drink and party and go out i never really used to bother i still sometimes go to the gym but i feel like if i took gym seriously how i took it take it now then yeah i'd be in much better shape now 100 oh, percent, yeah but you don't really care about stuff like that anymore and i feel as well there's certain activities that you don't want to do anymore so this you, this kind of leans you and you want to lean change those activities for something positive like it might be going out clubbing for example it might be smoking if you're a smoker mm. but you want to kind of knock that on the head and it always leans back to fitness even mental health when people are always saying about they go to yoga or they get up and they run every morning or whatever it is it always is the start of improvement i think is it a dolphins i think you get dolphins when you exercise as yeah. well i could be after, wrong yeah yes yeah, so i think like, and like, after you have sex as well yeah that is true that's why yeah. i say good either for you. or either yeah or, or both both or at the same time or. <laughs> basically are yeah. Um, yeah no that's why I don't know I think I think I'm just I know we're going like swapping between subjects but I'm just thinking like regarding happiness I do feel like I'm happier when I exercise more I feel like 
people I've, I know are happier when they exercise. Well, I think like you could drink instead. You can do other things instead. What are unhealthy to like drugs even or whatever you yeah. whatever whatever your flavor is. Yeah, but I do think like older I get, more exercise I do, happier of a person I become. I would more say, understanding. I, 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 I agree become. that as well. I feel like when I do, it, I feel like a good pump. I feel nice. I feel good about myself. Um, and it helps you in all aspects of your life. You feel more confident. You look better. You feel better. You sleep better. Everything, in, every aspect of your life improves. In yeah, way. most people don't do it. Most people are like, nah, I'm, you just, know, here. I'm you just here with a, I'm happy with my uh, ice cream and no, my No, but you know what's funny is that I used to work with a guy and he was 18 or 19 and he was a big guy, very like fat is what I'm saying. I seen him put cheese puffs, you know, the crisps. Yeah, man, I like cheese puffs. In between two pieces of bread oh what eating it saying that's a cheese sandwich and you're joking the amount that he eats <laughs> and he sweat he sweats when he's standing oh, up bruv. like I, I just don't understand that and to me i look at that i'm like that's insane you're 18 it'll take you two seconds to drop all of that weight he's 18 yeah Ooh. i go that will just drop you could he's like i don't know I, i'm about 12 stone to get an idea yeah. he's probably like 13 or 14 like, yeah that'll come off by butt like butter if he started going gym for a little bit this is like what i'm saying like yeah. i feel like but to me, even before, I, I can't understand that. I was talking to my friend about it. And throughout both me and my friend's life, we just constantly have sport. When I was younger, I used to play rugby. I used to play cricket. I used to play football at school, you know, lunchtime or whatever. Then I used to go to swimming classes three or four times a week. And then any sport-based stuff in, in school I would do. After swimming, I used to box. Me and my dad used to box. I used to compete with my mates, go to gym. We used to do press-ups. Like All of this is just natural for me. I've never known anything else. Like There's always been some form of... Ex I've never been a video game or computer guy. I've never been a weed head. So those kind of things don't really appeal to me. And I enjoy doing them. And I've always... When you're 16 or 17, you're like, yeah, get buff, lift weights, or get girls, six-pack. You know what I mean? Like So it, it will just benefit you anyway, if that's your thing. You know what I was thinking about? All I could think about was I wonder what a cheese puff sandwich tastes like. Oh, it does not look pleasant. Have you tried one? It does not look pleasant. I would never That's eat all I like could that. think about. Like, I, I feel like I need to try one to see it's what the not, hype's about. It's not nice. And then I'd see him like eat a pack of eclairs. It's just gluttonous behavior. Oh, no. That's what annoys me. It's like there's people who are large, but they have smaller portions, yeah. right? Because they're trying to maintain it. But some people just eat shit all the time just because they can. Yeah. And it's just like. It's, it's, it's mostly down to portion size don't eat big fuck off portions of stuff oh, well I think that's like that's the most messed up okay so there's a, there's a lot of things messed up on this earth we all know this mm -hmm. and we all can agree and disagree on particular subjects I think one of the most messed up things on earth is like if you come from like a really poor country let's say you come from like Uganda right and you're like mm -hmm. this mum who has this you have like whatever two children and you're lucky if you can give them like one meal a day yeah. and you have to, it takes a long distance to get your water and you're just, and like, let's say you have like a friend who's fairly wealthy, but they have like a black and white television yeah. and you're, you're, you're like, okay, let's watch TV and go on this black and white television. You're watching like man versus food yeah, and you can yeah. watch like these Americans are like, their job in life is not just to eat a normal amount, but to overeat. Yeah. And that's what we do in society, like Europe and Western culture. And that's like, I just find it weird how we have so like, it's such an odd system we live in now. All you need is food to survive yet. You have people who don't even feel ashamed of overeating while like people whatever it is, like four billion or whatever it is, people around the world can't even have like two, three, whatever meals a day. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. How like the differences in life, like I, I just I, I, I know like we're very lucky in the way we live. And but don't 
abuse like, it. Yeah, almost. don't abuse it, man. Like, well, Americans are the worst for that, man. Americans, it's like, when like, you go over there and everything's supersized, I'm not surprised. I went over there for two weeks. Where'd you I, go? And I put on like a stone. I'm not even exaggerating. And it was because my friend was playing semi-pro golf at the time and he was trying to get his weight up. So he was eating every two hours. And so we were eating every two hours, essentially. Oh, and all I was doing, I'd wake up. I'd do chin, so tasty. I'd do chin-ups in the morning because he had a chin-up bar. So I'd do some chin-ups. We'd go out or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. We'd eat every two, three hours. But there's so much varieties. It tastes got, so good. You've got taco trucks. So then you've got... Um, then you've got like crab uh, crab and seafood restaurants and you've got obviously your junk stuff your McDonald's your fast food stuff like that but there's so much to choose from it's not like here where okay I'm going to have a Nando's or I'm going to have a KFC they're my two options it's so that is so like vast. the two main chicken options yeah. yeah there you have so much more it's so vast so I'm not surprised so when I hear about these actors putting on weight for roles I'm not surprised because I would thought oh I'd be bored of eating that much food but I think I'd only be Bored of eating that much of the same food. Do you say you mean like if you're, yeah, yeah. So. No, they have a huge variety in United How States, is Jim going, mm, just while we're on this topic? Well, I've like... Looking okay. a bit slimmer. So I've seen your marathon thing you did. Yeah, okay, right. so I'm, do, I'm doing a few bits and bobs. I get bored <coughs> of doing the same thing. So I try and give myself, like I told you, I've got my own little cute little bucket list in my room where I like mm. pin up and I give myself like my life goals. I give myself my yearly goals. Mm. And then my yearly goals, I have a few little things. So like one this year was to do a half and full marathon. I'm going to do a half marathon in March next year and then I'll try and do a full marathon next year too. Then that's why marathon's done for life. And then I'll probably jump onto something else. I stopped doing gym. Okay. One, because like I just, because uh, so I, I was, I've been studying for a long, I've been basically studying my whole life on and off um, different courses, different diplomas and whatnot. And now I've done, started another, I'm doing a degree in finance and investment banking because it's freshers, man. Freshers is off the chain. Yeah. I've been socializing so much. Oh my gosh. Free, like if I go out three nights a week, that's a good week for me. Yeah. So I haven't been going gym a lot. I'll be honest, I've been a bad boy, but I've started indoor rock climbing. And I recommend I that. I think, we should, I think we should, I think we should go to that. Where are you doing it? Because I've got Stratford. Don't know ah, the name. Because I've done one in Manor Park. Is it in a castle? Oh, I don't want to advertise on here unless they pay me, bro. But I'm going to have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to tell you outside, man. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to... Um, um, I actually can't remember the name. I'm sorry. Like, I have to actually tell you. That'd be good. Afterwards. I've done it before. It's, it's intense. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing indoor mountain climbing. So that's pretty good fun. How frequently would you do that? Uh, I've just started. So I did it like a week and a half ago and I did it this week. So like every week and a half. Is I'm it expensive to, to do? Um, it's it's affordable. It really depends. It's ten. It's £11. But yeah, you get to go as long as you want. So okay. it's a day rate, like, 11 quid. I've started, really getting back, I've started back and getting swimming. So what I do now is I've been playing football every Sunday for at least an hour. I didn't know you did football. For about over six months I've been yeah. doing that now. Yeah. So the new thing I'm doing is that Thursdays are usually quite good days for me. So I've been going swimming. I've been going sauna and steam and then go for a swim. How do you swim? Like swimming is the most boring sport ever, man. Can't that in it. it flinging your arms about the only time I go swimming is like when I want to go with a few friends and we like hold our breath and we like yeah. paddle around and squirt water what is what I mean I, used to like, s- I can't really play around I used to swimming. swim when I was I would say between the age of 12 and say 15 I used to swim and I used to compete a little bit as well oh no way so I've won a few bronzes oh, and silvers and stuff would you do it again would you give yourself that goal of trying to gain a medal or two do you reckon you could push yourself hard enough every week to want to do that like four times a week? maybe but is you know what i do prefer it than running on a treadmill because you work so much more you can burn a lot more and i feel a bit better in myself that i've done an activity which isn't just going to the gym or going for a run so it's another alternative which i mm. like and obviously because now i'm a self-employed man My and boy. i've got flexi- flexibility with work yeah. and whatnot i um 
I, I like to, you know, on top of whatever it is I do, I like to fill my days with a little bit of exercise and stuff. You can get and it I, in, I, yeah. I know that I've, it's quite funny because my fiance is always saying to me, like, oh, just chilling out, are you? Just chilling out. I go, yeah, just chilling out today, babe. Because <laughs> the thing is, I've gone from working. Doing what I want when I want. Yeah, yeah. it's an adjustment for me because I've gone from working possibly 65 hours a week for about a year and a half to working maybe two days a week. I've got, I've got quite a few. Good, but I try to not get misguided in why I'm doing it. Why so are you doing it? For So, well, for example, now, so I can work on my other projects. Okay. So, for example, now, Tuesday afternoon, which is today, mm. I like to do the podcast and I want to get make sure that gets done all the time. And then Tuesday evening, I do radio. So, Tuesday, still... That's your solid day of, like, uh, microphone, I don't know, presenting work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, I do another regular presenting job, which is a few shifts a week, which is kind of sick. And then I've also started to do pub quizzing on Wednesday evenings. No way. And I've, picked, I've started picking up a few Mondays here and there. Nice. It's fun doing it. And that's something else which I was a bit apprehensive about. But I was like, fuck it. Let me give it a try. Like, it's talking. I should be fine. It's another form of presenting. And then I, I'm working with another small platform at the moment. And we're doing, like, Vox Pops. Okay. And then I'm working with another platform as well. Wow. And they're doing a similar sort of thing, but more of a music-based one. Would you ever do uh, public speaking? Yep. I want to get into that. Like, yeah. I don't know if I do it now, but like, do like motivational speakers? I'd love to be a motivational. I, I'm not ready. Yet. I'm not ready yet. Cause I know I, someone who actually is working towards doing that. I want to do that. They run a podcast as well, which is um, really good. I'm not. I'm too. We young. might actually have him on here actually because oh, he's should. a friend of Dan Blake. Okay. His name's Alex Manzi. He runs a podcast called The Dreamer's Disease. I listen to it myself. A Dreamer's so Disease. Dreamer's Disease. That sounds like that's a beautiful name. Yeah, it's about the fear. He says it's about the fear of dreaming, which makes us unable to maintain our full life or something. Like, it's very good it's very yeah, inspirational so, so he's, yeah he's talking about like how healthy uh, so the consequences of dreaming basically so like the idea of like not being in a moment like that sort of kind of yeah. not achieving what you want to achieve because it's in your dream it's very good and i'm speaking about freely on, on my podcast snapbacks and flat caps myself and dan's because we will have him on the show quite soon and he's a very cool guy and he's got a very mellow voice mm. and i listen to his podcast as well and he is listens it, is to it, us is it like monotone is he like it's very chilled out and very peaceful? calm it's, uh, it's calm it's how you speak to crazy people crazy women <laughs> okay so i understand what you're saying so if you just express your point and then we can talk about it calm see boom smart this is why i'm still alive bro still alive living life I bet that's how you talk to her like 80% of the time. It's like, <coughs> what would you like to watch tonight? It's like, just what chill. Would like, what would you like to eat tonight? Okay, it. sure. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like getting, getting very, so. So I, so I talk to my sister and my mum like, man, I talk like, I, I talk like that because it's just easier talking to my sister and mum. Peaceful. Mm. I don't want to start any beef. Any arguments. And you don't know, and you know what is, there's sometimes so much like volcanoes, you don't know what mood they're in sometimes. I remember speaking to my sister, I was speaking to my mum about something and I was like, Oh, I don't want to speak. I was saying about my sister. Like, oh, I don't want to speak to her. I don't want to like piss her off because I don't know what sort of mood she's ever in. But I'll just say what she needs to say and then it'll either be like, <laughs> depending on her day. So, Explosions and I'm just like, everywhere. Okay, look, I actually had a, actually I'm getting the hang of it now because I kind of want to take a bit of the off, off, offload a bit off my dad because my dad spent years like mellowing everything out to make a show everything once so I'm trying to take a bit of responsibility yeah and some, as well. he deserves a medal from the queen I think yeah. for dealing with that so <laughs> I, I've tried to take some of it off off now so any conversations which I can have where which will save him having a conversation with them I will so I'd have a conversation with them and be like look this is how you need to think about things yeah. we could do this and this but then look this will work out in your benefit to think about it da, 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 da. I go 
it's always up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. Yeah. I'm just giving you my opinion. Boom. People get very sensitive. Uh, if you tell them what to do, obviously. Oh, definitely. I'm, I get sensitive, I think. I think I, if when people give me advice, I love advice. When people tell me what to do, I get really annoyed. I'm like, yeah, you ain't got no... Yeah, because you you're got, like, you, you can't... You don't deserve to you say... Can, you you can't, can't control me. It's like you go back to being a teenager almost, and you're like, I'm oh, a, my God! You can't control me. I'm the juggernaut, it's bitch. It's yeah. it. You're like, oh, my God. I hate you. Don't tell me what to do. Now, regard, do you think, like, regarding the... Uh, volcano metaphor do you, do you find that more with women like you're saying like uh, like your sister and your mom do you find that more with that like, do you find like in your social group mm. that like women are more like that like volcanoes i have no you just you, or do you find that you find it harder to understand women like no, what would you think I don't, I don't, I, if anything as i've matured i've understand women more and it's quite funny because the other day i was sitting with my fiance and her friend was around and her friend's back on the dating scene at the moment and i was giving her mm-hmm. advice I love and giving advice. I was giving her advice. I love and I giving go, relationship advice. I go, all I'm saying is, this is what I think. This is what you've told me. This is what he will m- probably think as a guy. Yeah. You know, so it's it's going to be a bit mad, but I would suggest that maybe think about this, maybe do this or whatever it may be. And she really took it on board. So it was, uh, it's quite interesting to be that side of it. And, I, and I'm like, I'm telling you this because I'm sitting here with my fiance and part of the reason, I said this to her actually, the part of the reason, because we were talking about loads of things like dating and self-respect and things like this. And I was saying to her that, I go, part of the reason that I'm with my fiance now is because she has a very high level of self-respect. And previously I've dated girls who have no high, high have not got high levels of self-respect and self-esteem. And that has obviously led me to behave in a certain doesn't way doesn't everyone have i don't know doesn't everyone have a high amount of oh, self-respect no, no like no, because no, you no, may no, not no, have no. respect for her or for someone but they may respect themselves a no, lot like no, how, no, how how would you have to tell like what's about i think everyone res- like has high respect themselves if, they're, just, say for example, they're just not confident maybe if i can take advantage of you fairly easily and you continue to let me take advantage of you yeah. time after time and time again yeah. that to me suggests that you don't have any self-respect because you haven't turned around to me and said no 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 don't do that or don't do this or don't do this or no i'm not standing for that yeah would you say like an over polite person doesn't have like because i know people are like that because they're over polite do you reckon over polite people don't have a lot of self-respect then because they're just too shy or like or regarding that area but some people are just over too nice man got too nice and people out there being nice guys finish last as everyone yeah. says you know they do they do finish they last. Do. They do. well on that note i'm going to uh, round it up so this is your host rob here this is snapbacks and flat caps this week dan blake is not with us instead we are joined by james drone operator entrepreneur no i want to read your instagram because that's what it is entrepreneur uh no let me get this right drone operator entrepreneur traveler adventurer have i missed anything else creative thinker and creative thinker. that's, it, man. that's, that's how you describe yourself do you want to give your socials you can yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, follow me on instagram I, uh, my name is james avici a-v-i-c-i um that's what i have man traveler dreamer critical thinker and adventurer mm, yeah got some followers on here yeah. what's i meant to ask you what's this thing you're doing in the blue t-shirt what's that like? um oh that's like some charity work i'm doing for unicef so it's basically there uh, uh they work with United Nations and basically they're just a organisation what does voluntary work and charity work around the world for like children and stuff nice yeah yeah cheers nice bloke you are isn't it really I try to be man I want to go go to heaven man I want to go to hell man I'm scared I'm not a sinner I ain't no sinner if you you end up going to hell at least you'll see see me yeah basically (laughs) 
Um, Thank you very much for having me. It's all right. It's been... Um, oh, this, great, is, this is interesting. Look at this. Just to finish on this, I've just seen something on Instagram and it goes, marry someone who loves you for who you are and does, uh, who doesn't care whether you earn a hundred... Hundred pounds or ten thousand pounds a month. Who you'd rather hurt with the truth than keep you happy with a lie? Uh, who accepts your fears and helps you to fight them? Who laughs with you and never at you? Uh, who, with whom you lose track of time? Who doesn't mind admitting when they're wrong? Who allows you to be your weird self without judging? And finally, who supports you and lifts you up? No matter how many times you fall, fall, that's the one that we said. Mm. Do you agree with all of those? I do. I think one hundred percent. Every single one ticked the right box to a, uh, especially the one with when you lose track and uh, track of time. time. Definitely, any person who you lose track of time with, man. I'm actually going to tag her in that now. <sighs> Relationship advice is one hundred and one with your boy Rob. I might actually start doing that, you know, because I'm helping women get self-respect i feel like i need to give something back to the community as someone who is uh you know a retired playboy i feel like i you know should give back a professional let them know what to avoid because there's a big term at the moment called fuck boys oh i've been like i've i've been named that and i'm not even i'm not even one of those no you're not i I think i just love using that term with guys like like, you're a fuck boy yeah yeah but don't worry i'm gonna try and give back to the community so maybe i might start something i'll listen to that maybe have some women on here and just Jack, give them some advice. Would that be on this podcast or would you create a new podcast? Um, I don't know. I don't know how Dan's going to feel about that. That'd be quite interesting. He's, he's a quite funny. Uh, his perspectives are quite funny about things like that as well. So that'd cool. be good. We'll see. But anyway, don't forget guys now, this is your host Rob, joined by James, adventurer, traveller and drone operator. We're going to be popping this on the SoundCloud, which is obviously snapbacks and flat claps. Please feel free to follow. Leave reviews on that. Can you give a reason on SoundCloud? Yeah, you can. And of course, it'll be available on iTunes as well. I'm going to get this up pretty soon, and then we'll be getting our other podcast, other episode up. Feel free to follow on the Twitter. All my stuff is your host, Rob. I've actually got a new Western interview up at the moment on my YouTube, which is your host, Rob W. So you can find that, enjoy that. And of course, if you have any questions or any topics you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can drop me a message on Twitter, your host Rob or Dan Blake Voice. And don't forget to follow Dan Blake Voice on all his socials, Instagram, Twitter, and all of the rest. Okay, I've been your host Rob. Thank you very much, James, for joining me. And I'll catch you guys next time.